Come on in, guys, because it's time for another episode of Outwatch, a Survivor Rewatch podcast. My name is Alex, and I am your host through our Outwatch experience. This is episode three of season four of Outwatch, where we're going through season 33 of Survivor, titled Millennials versus Gen X. This is a very special episode because it is our Fantasy Survivor draft special. Each season, we like to play a version of Fantasy Survivor. And in this episode today, my three co-hosts will be drafting their teams, which they will be writing for for the rest of our rewatch of Survivor Millennials versus Gen X. So before we get into the draft, why don't you meet the co-hosts? Let's start with last season's champion of Fantasy Survivor, Scott. Welcome to Outwatch. Hello. Thanks for having me. Scott, what is your strategy going into today's draft to repeat your championship uh, and bring home the participation trophy once again? All right. So I will be random number generating. Um, <laughs> so I have stacked the random number generator. Mm. So it will guarantee me the best players. Scott is DDoSing my computer as we speak. And... <laughs> uh, Messing with my random number generator. Yep. Yep. So all the work has already been done. So now it's just letting it play out. Scott, remind the people at home why you are RNGesusing this this season. Right. So um, when this season came out, I watched enough to know a little bit about what happens. And I think I know who wins. Um, I don't granted. I don't like. I only watched like maybe like 30% of the season. So I don't Mm -hmm. know like fully what happens, but I know enough to where, and just to be on the up and up, I will randomly be having my team drawn this draft. Boy, what a casual. (laughs) Am I right? Ah. Listeners. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. Uh, Adam, welcome to Outwatch. So good to be back. Adam, you won our first two seasons of Fantasy Survivor and then lost this third. What are you planning to do in the draft today to uh, place yourself back at the top of the standings? Ooh, well, I think I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the best player available. Wow. Groundbreaking stuff here. Yeah. And sometimes you got to go back to basics. And, and based on what are you basing the best player available on um, after watching two measly episodes of this season to this point? Uh, well, I mean, it would seem like picking someone who is of the majority culture is your best bet. Um, Oof. I would also <laughs> harsh realities of Survivor. Uh, no, I don't know. I think I, if, be, being honest, my my strategy is going to be get a couple people from each tribe uh, try to pick people who have uh, uh, strong alliances, but aren't necessarily like, you know, ride or dies. Mm-hmm. That always work out well. So not Taylor is what you're saying? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Emily, welcome to Outwatch. Hey, thanks for having me. Emily, will this be the first season where you snatch the gold from our two co-hosts? It better be. (laughs) (laughs) Or else I quit. Last season, I remember you saying that you really wanted to uh, take an evenly balanced tribe um, and people who seem to have good social games. And Mm -hmm. maybe that wasn't 
didn't didn't prove uh, fruitful last season. Um, what are you what are you basing your picks today on? Yeah, so I think this year I'm going to really consider who I want on my tribe, and then go the complete opposite direction <laughs> <laughs> and see how that fares for me. Okay. <laughs> Are you gonna are you, are you gonna favor one tribe over the other, one gender over the other? Whatever compels me first, I will go opposite. Because Dara's second win had a decent run. Dara's second win got close. She yeah, but it wasn't close enough. <laughs> Dara's second win got close. Uh, so did the original Dara. <laughs> the Pearl <laughs> Islands. That was actually your closest one. You were. Um, in the lead going into the finale before uh, Sandra, you know, stole Swept. the show on finale yeah. night. Yeah. And then in Amazon, think, you did have Rob. Both, both of my victories came down to tribal, I think. Well, let's pull up the tape. You also won Kagiyan, correct? Right. The, the famous Earlobes tribe. Earlobes. Uh, no, you were, you were ahead oh, no, by a lot going in that season. to the finale. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't even that was another one that Scott R and Jesus though. True. Yeah. Yeah. He still came in second. R and Jesus, you know, his he works in mysterious ways. Yes. Just because we don't see him doesn't mean he's not there. R and Jesus gave you Tony. He did. Yeah. Let's see if R and Jesus gives you a winner again. (laughs) So for the folks at home, if you're new to our fantasy survivor. Or you need a refresh, do a quick run through of how this draft is going to work and then how our fantasy scoring works. Uh, the first two episodes that we watched are not um, relevant to scoring. They happen as data collection opportunities. And then the rest of the way we will be scoring um, based on how the players on your tribe perform. Last season, we implemented a trade system, which will keep going. Um, perhaps the first trade in Outwatch history will happen this season. We'll see. Today on the draft, it's going to go in reverse order from placement last season, meaning that Emily will draft first, followed by Adam, followed by Scott, and then it's a snake draft, so it'll wind back around. Scott vote, er, drafts again, then Adam, then Emily, so on and so forth. There's 18 survivors left in the game, and there's three of us, which means that each tribe gets an even six with nobody left behind. Everybody left in Survivor will get drafted. And you're, of course, wanting to draft people that make it late into the game because each time they are surviving an episode, they'll get points. But you also want people who are making splashes because when they do things like win immunity or vote correctly or get idols, um, they'll get more points for you. Quick uh, scoring breakdown. The big ones are you get 10 points for every final tribal vote. The point of Survivor is to win the game. And so if you have the player who wins the game, you should be handsomely rewarded. Statistically, one of us should have the player who wins the game. Yeah, it would be a gross statistical anomaly if somehow nobody ended up with the winner. (laughs) You get 15 points for each player that makes the merge. Uh, A little boost for everybody that survives deep into the game. 15 points for acquiring an idol or an advantage, which is more in play this season than perhaps any other that we've seen so far. You get five points every time your player votes correctly, which means they cast their vote for the person who is sent packing that night. 10 points for winning an immunity challenge. A fun five points for naming the episode. 
Uh, we did this in Kagiyan as well. Whenever each uh, each title of the episode is named after a quote from the the episode, and if your player said that quote, then you get five points. Also, five points for winning a reward. Five points for surviving a tribal council. Um, that way, yeah, you are rewarded every time you have players that don't get voted out. Any question? Have, yes, please. This is completely. Oh, it's not completely unrelated. But have we ever gone back and recalculated the? Like, because we we changed our scoring system after Kagayan, right? I believe, yeah, we did. We did. Yeah, so Kagayan didn't get. I, I I feel like I wouldn't have won Kagayan because Scott had Tony, mm-hmm. and just the sheer number of like idols he got because he only got one point for the idol or clue or advantage found, and one point for advantage or idol played. Whereas, like in our new system, you get way more points for acquiring an idol. I'm really curious if. I would have even come close to winning just because Tony had so many idols and whatnot. Yeah, potentially. I forgot that we changed it. Um, that could have changed things. Yeah, the like ones and twos and half points were all really <laughs> annoying. That's, that's my problem is I was really playing, you know, in the old system still mm. in, our, in, in Amazon. So, you know. Yeah, you're an old school fantasy survivor player. Yeah, yeah. I'm recalibrated now. So we <laughs> should, I should be. <laughs> the target has moved. If it, if it does turn out that I would have won, I do expect a llama in the mail. I'll give you half of that. How about that? Okay, okay that's fair. Oh, dare sure. saw that llama in half. <laughs> How dare you? Well, do you guys have any questions about what's going to happen today before we jump straight into the merge? Or sorry, the draft. <laughs> wow, we're skipping all the episodes. That's right. We're going right to episode seven or whatever it is. Sounds like we are good to go. Uh, And just as a reminder, again, Scott is being controlled by RN Jesus, which means that I've assigned each player a random number and I will be just hitting a random number generator. Whichever one it lands on will be Scott's pick. But first is Emily. Emily, you have the very first pick of the Millennials vs. Gen X draft. You are on the clock. Who will you make the first pick of the draft? Oh my gosh. I'm going to go with Sunday. Sunday! <laughs> to... Sunday! 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 <laughs> I tried to do a random number generator. But I, I will not please. <laughs> like the numbers that you just pick something. Wait, you were trying to randomize it too? I tried. I don't trust myself. <laughs> trust yourself, Emily. Confidence. <laughs> All right. So but why did why did you pick Sunday, Emily? He feels like someone who's in a strong alliance who will get pretty far. She may not win. Okay. She'll be there. All right. Next week. (laughs) (laughs) Did anything from her first two episodes really stick out to you? She just seemed to really fit in, you know? All right. (laughs) Just really like taking taking her place in Paul's alliance. She didn't didn't stir up any conflict. I mean, I think that's... Yeah. That's what I mean. She's like, I'm here for it. This is the thing. I don't think it's a bad strategy because you're picking someone who didn't stir up any conflict wasn't really a part of any conflict. So like usually when there's conflict, it means that they're setting up for either a very long story or like that person's getting 
voted out very quickly. So picking someone who's pretty like low key. I went with my gut and I said I wasn't going to. So we'll see how the rest of this goes. Um, perhaps, you know, with Sunday being a youth pastor, did you maybe see any like former mentors in her than you were drawn to her? Um, I wouldn't <laughs> say that. Uh, but maybe there's confidence. Aren't you like a youth pastor in some capacity? <laughs> I just feel confident. You know things. <laughs> maybe she does too. Maybe she's really into Survivor too. Yeah. Well, maybe. Well, she's on it, so that's a good <laughs> indicator. <laughs> uh, you're kind of a youth pastor in some ways is like maybe the best um, breakdown of my job that anyone's ever given. <laughs> Um, Scott, as somebody who's at the mercy of RN Jesus today, are you, um, you know, without giving away what little inclinations about how this turns out that you may have, uh, are you sad to see Sunday off the board? Um, truthfully, I don't remember much about Sunday, so I don't know whether to be sad or okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. <laughs> Sunday could legitimately be the perfect purple edit who like makes it to like the final five and is just there for the wreck just <laughs> racking up points yeah cash and checks all the way to the finals uh but the bank is closed on sundays that's right folks adam <laughs> you've got the second i think, I think i'm done with the podcast Alex. <laughs> <laughs> You've got the second pick adam one gen xer is off the board who are you going to take with pick number 2 I'm going to go with my millennial namesake, Adam. Adam Klein is off the board. Is there any reason other than him sharing your name that you are drawn to Adam? Adam? I, I Adam just seems, in the first couple episodes, he seems like someone who could uh, really get some stuff done, who's going to kind of pivot, move. I don't know. I could see him being really strong in this game. I could see him fading away. Feels like a good risk to me. Yeah, was there any specific like stories or confessionals or anything that really um, tuned you into him? Well, I mean, he was just a part of the. I, I know that Mari got screwed in episode two, but he and was he a was part left of out of that, that vote too. Figgy or Taylor, whoever they were going to vote out, Figgy, I think it was. So, right. yeah, I, I think Adam. it shows that he can. He's there to make big moves when he can. But he also wasn't so leading the charge that he got caught in the crossfire. It feels like a good place to be. He was left out of the vote, though. He and Zeke uh, voted incorrectly that episode. Sure. But you know what? If Adam and Zeke team up, I'm more than happy with that. So. All right. Emily, was uh, Adam somebody that you were interested in? Yeah, because I really didn't like the idea of Adam being on Adam's team. (laughs) (laughs) And alas. Here we are. Oh, another thing to keep in mind is that uh, it'd be great if we had tribe names by the end of this today too so you know be thinking of those tribe names all right scott it's time for pick number three uh and rn jesus will get his first swing here uh are you hoping for a millennial or a gen x uh i think i'm hoping for a millennial all right let's see what we've got rn jesus unfortunately swung number 17 not a millennial that's Paul. I got Paul. Scott got Paul. Dang it. Okay. <laughs> Scott, you seem displeased with that pick. Yeah. I feel like 
I feel like Paul's going to go soon. I don't feel like he's going to make it long. <laughs> but Dr. Joe revived that old pirate. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Adam, what's your take on the Paul selection? Although it wasn't Scott's choice. Uh, Wait, wasn't it called the one that had the heat stroke? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think that says everything we need to say about Paul. He's <laughs> also leading his tribe. He is. And we yeah. all know that the leader of the tribe is the best position to be in in Survivor. <laughs> Seriously, if you're if you're leading the tribe in the first two episodes, you're probably going to win. So. <laughs> that's just that's yeah. That's I just, mean, Andrew Savage, yeah. noted Survivor winner. <laughs> facts are facts. Roger from Amazon. <laughs> um. Okay, Scott. There was your first RNGs selection, but you've got one more. Because of the snaking style of this draft. Are you still hoping for a millennial? At this point, let's just see what we get. Let's roll those bones. 15. That's Ken. Ken the model, your second Gen Xer. Apparently, uh, Ken is on your tribe now, Scott. (laughs) Okay. What do you you think about, about adding Ken to your ranks? I do like Ken more than I like Paul. (laughs) <laughs> I, will say that. I feel like Ken he's maybe not with the numbers in his tribe but I feel like he knows what's going on and maybe can make a move so I will take it and see where it goes you have cornered the market on Gen X attempted leaders from the first two episodes alright Yep, it's sure to succeed so yeah. let's go <laughs> uh, Emily are you happy or sad about Ken being off the board I forgot about him. (laughs) But if I had remembered, I would have been interested in having him on my tribe. So I'm sad. Fair enough. Refer to that headshot photo, you know, if you ever get confused. We have have all of their pictures right in front of us. Yeah, Yeah, but I forgot he was the model. That's how I remember people's, like... Their job? Their facts or job, not their name. I see. Um, (laughs) Any of those. Scott kind of runs a gamut now on Gen Xers. He's got like both factions. (laughs) Indeed. Okay, Adam, it's back to you now with back to me. Pick number five. What are you going to do here with this with this pick? I feel like I'm spoiled for choice on the millennials, but I'm also worried about RNG. Jesus, I guess Emily's going to go twice. So I she already has some Gen Xer. Ooh. Are you trying to spread the wealth a little bit? Not that's what I'm trying, to figure, I'm trying to figure out if I should if I need to grab my Gen Xer while I'm still in control or if I should go for, you know, another millennial because there's no millennials off the board besides the one I took. You know, going best player available, you would not worry about that versus filling a need. <laughs> that's a good point. Um, okay. In this case, I who I really want to take Michelle. Michelle. All right. A second millennial for Adam. Joining Adam is Michelle, the Bible translator. Bible translator. From the Millennials tribe. Why'd you pick Michelle? Well, she's friends with Figgy. So I feel like if Figgy, Taylor, and Jay all kind of wind up teaming up, and she sticks with it. That's great. But she's also not like so committed to that group that she could pretty easily spin off, mm-hmm. make a power move. Um, feels like a good person to have on your team. 
in that regard, kind of spreading your, you know, the 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 millennial game a little bit across mm-hmm. the different whatever. What sure. are they called? Alliances. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Michelle received two participation trophies from our um, MVP point rankings in the first two episodes. Uh, tied for first place right now, so perhaps picking the hot hand. Uh, Emily, what is your reaction to this pick of Michelle? I think that's smart, especially when he said she's friends with Biggie. I was like, yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, the like biggest thing we we saw from Michelle was once they found out that Figgy was the target, she really did a lot of work to yeah. move the target off of her. She did. She did a lot of legwork in that. Indeed. Okie dokie. Emily, you have two back-to-back picks. Why don't you go ahead and make your first one? Who's going to be the next player off the board? Oof. Uh, mm, I'm so conflicted. <laughs> <laughs> We'll talk us through your thought process here. She's, okay, I can I can add some color commentary here. Emily has gone to the random number generator twice. <laughs> she's not like the either number provided to her. So she's just giving like some inspiration, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna take Jay. Jay, another millennial. Why'd you pick Jay? He seems like he'll he's in that cool group, you know. He'll get far, and he was. He's like friends with this cool click, but he's also not a dumb dumb because mm-hmm. he was like, Taylor, what are you doing with your relationship? He gets the game. So yeah. he seems smart. Um, yeah, we had a good, good couple of first episodes for Jay. He had one confessional in particular, I think that you're referring to. Yeah. Where he's like, yeah. recognizes that being in a power couple is like bad moves. So, right. <clears throat> so I pick him and well, we'll be- before, you, second, before you take your the, second pick, okay. let's get a reaction from your competitors here. Um, Adam, what, what's your take on the J pick? I think it's a great pick. That's, you know, I was kind of conflicted whether I should go with Michelle or Jay, but I went with Michelle, she went with Jay. I think it's a great pick. Scott? Yep, I kind of agree. I think Jay, like, like they've said, he's kind of got an idea of what's going on. Mm-hmm. He's kind of got that, like, bro surfer bro kind of like shout into your guess but yes. also like he was very quick to call out his alliance so mm-hmm. i think it'll be a good pick he could be underestimated really easily i think yeah, yeah this is i think a thing like in survivor like the there's um a thing called an individual named angie Kantz who has developed this system check out like i think it's constypes.com c-a-u-n-c-e you don't do it because it's probably spoilers co-hosts but listeners yeah constypes.com she has like categorized all of the um like archetypes of players and ranked them based on based on like what kind of archetype you are how likely you are to do well and the surfer bro or the surfer dude is consistently one of the best um, performing players. Interesting. It's like yeah. Wu. Yeah, yeah, like Wu. Wu would definitely be a surfer, dude. Huh. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. So there you go. If you're just playing the cons types, that's a good pick. Uh, Emily, you've got your second consecutive pick now. Who else are you going to snag for your team? I will follow the random number generator and go with Chris. Chris, okay, Ooh. another Gen Xer is off the board. 
Why was this an agreeable selection for the number generator to make? <laughs> because I wouldn't normally be drawn to him. Mm -hmm. So I'm going against the grain of my being. <laughs> so, okay. So the reason that you like him is because you don't like him. It's not that I don't like him. I yeah. just think in a list of people, he probably wouldn't be my first pick. Sure. I want. I don't know. Do you think he's a big, beefy chauvinist and you wouldn't? Pick no. <laughs> no. But actually, uh, when I was thinking about it, so we were talking about Paul and how it's probably not great that he's like the leader. But I feel like Chris has taken some secret leadership. So mm -hmm. maybe he'll show up later. You know, mm -hmm. I feel like he's a good, secure pick that I wouldn't have probably considered as much earlier. So sure. Yeah. Chris and Brett and David have that scene. Um, and I think it's in the first episode where like. <laughs> Chris and Brett are hanging out, and David, you know, very aggressively. I trust you, okay? I trust you. So Yeah. And Chris was, he was like, from what I can tell, he was kind to David, yeah. but he uh -huh. was like, this is weird. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. But he wasn't, you know, That's, making fun no, of him yeah. or anything. He, he did the right survivor thing and that he said yes to the moment. Mm -hmm. It was like, yeah, totally. Like, mm -hmm. and then, like, he walked away and looked at Brett and was like, I don't know what the heck that was about. It was right. weird. Like, yeah. <laughs> All right. Chris is off the board. Adam, you are next. Who will be your third member of your tribe? You've got two millennials uh, to this point. I do, which means I'm, I'm going to move into the Gen X territory. I really did want Chris, actually. That was a good pick. Um, Sorry. I think I'm going to take David. Okay. David comes off the board. The airtime star of the first couple episodes but perhaps not the gameplay star. Why did you pick David? So I think David could, he, since he's playing the game so much, I could see him getting voted out early. I could also see him making it very far because he's just connected with people where people don't see him much of a threat. Mm -hmm. They could see him as one of those players that like, oh, we can get out whenever we need to get rid of him. It's not a big deal sort of thing. But he makes like just the right connections with just the right people. So I, I feel like David could be huge in this game. I could also lose him next episode and it wouldn't surprise me. But it feels like a risk. Sure. So you see like him like risk. as a potential like late game, like zero votes finalist or, or is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, I, I feel like he we could easily see. I feel like he's either going to get eliminated early or we're going to see him in at least the final five. OK, pretty much where I'm at with him. like. I don't feel like he's going to get eliminated mid game. Like he has gotten so much screen time that he's either going to get eliminated very soon or very late. Gotcha. Uh, Emily, what do you think about the choice to pick David here? Yeah, I think it's like, it's a risk, but it's a calculated one. It could be, it's a gamble rather, yeah. I guess. Cause he could, you know, rack up some good points. He's very interested in those idols and things. Yeah. Or he could be sent home. I don't know. He could also, I feel like he's someone who could have a really good, if he makes it to the final, a really good like speech about what he's done to get there. Yeah. And, and how story. like out of his comfort zone he was for so much. Like it just, yeah, he just seems like someone, if he can make it to the final, he would at least have a good argument. Mm -hmm. so. All right. Scott, we are back to you. Um, are you ready for RN Jesus to give you your third tribe mate? Let's do it. Let's roll those bones, RN Jesus. All right, your wish for a millennial was granted. 
Hannah mm. becomes the third member of your tribe. Millennial Hannah. What do you think about that selection from RN Jesus, Scott? Um, so Hannah was the one that was kind of having the freak out while voting, correct? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, we will, we'll see. <laughs> I think if I was picking on my own, I don't know if I would have picked Hannah, but okay, you know, it R and Jesus works in mysterious ways, so I'm gonna try. <laughs> Thus far, I'm just fully in trust mode. So there you go. Uh, let's do a quick breakdown of where we stand. We're halfway through this draft already, folks. Uh, three tribe members apiece. So to this point, on Scott's unnamed tribe, we've got Paul, Ken. And Hannah, two Gen Xers and one Millennial. On Adam's unnamed tribe, we have Adam, Michelle, and David. That's two Millennials and a Gen Xer. And on Emily's yet-to-be-named tribe, we've got Sunday, Jay, and Chris. Two Gen Xers, one Millennial. Still on the board, we've got Figgy, Michaela, Taylor, Will, Cece... Uh, sorry... (laughs) I saw the name Zeke, but for some reason I read Cece. But Cece is also on the board. Brett, <laughs> Zeke, Cece, Jessica, Lucy. Uh, still many players ripe for picking. Scott, are you ready for your next pick as decided by RN Jesus? Yes, sir. Let's go. Here we go. And that number is four. Which means another millennial, Figgy. All right. Goes to Scott. What do you think about that option and new addition to your tribe, Scott? Um, so I could see this either going re- pretty well or being really bad. Um, <laughs> so she's got like the, the showman's, mm-hmm. and that's a pretty big target. Um, but also, like, she's with the numbers in her tribe. Mm-hmm. So, again, if that power alliance kind of takes off, I could see her going pretty far. Yeah. Um it just depends how how things shake out. So I'm cautiously optimistic, I guess. I think too like in um history of showmances and survivor that aren't allowed to get deep into the game, usually like when one of the players is eliminated, the other one is left, you know, kind of to tag along and survive for a long time. So if that's the case, you would have a 50-50 chance of your player being the one voted out or the one surviving. Yeah. Unless R and Jesus gifts me Taylor here, and which yeah, is <laughs> true. Okay, I'm good. Doubling down on fig tails. <laughs> <laughs> We're all in. Um, Adam, what what do you think about these two millennials that have gone off the board now for Scott's tribe? Um, I'm a little I'm 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 a little sad to see Hannah go. I don't think that she was high enough on my list of people that I would have gotten her anyway. Um. I I just don't trust picking Figgy or Taylor, so I mean I wasn't gonna touch them. Mm-hmm. I just so I yeah I'm not sad to see that go. I'm sure that like I feel like Figgy or Taylor could do really well in this game, or they both could do well. Sure. But it feels like for some reason it feels like a worse gamble than David, even though I'm sure it's just <laughs> as big a one. Um, sure. I don't know. All right. Uh, Scott, you've had your consecutive picks and you know what? Frankly, there's still some people on this board that I am surprised have lasted this long. Um, Adam, 
It's your turn now to add the fourth member to your tribe. Who's it going to be? Um, I am going to pick up Will. Okay, high schooler Will added to the Adam tribe. Why did you pick Will? Well, he's the youngest person in, to ever play the game. Mm -hmm. um, I think that because of that, he could get underestimated pretty easily. People could think he's not really much of a threat and not vote for him so we can make it far in the game that way. He seems like he's going to be a pretty big physical threat. Uh, I mean, he's young, fairly athletic. I don't know. It seems like someone who could like make alliances pretty well, or at least just like bob and weave long enough to stay in the game. Sure. Earn me some points. So. Okay. Emily, what's your take on the selection of Will with your pick coming right up? Um, yeah, he probably wasn't on the top of my list, but I did consider him. And I think I thought about the things that Adam said, like he's the youngest, which I feel like could be a threat. But at the same time, maybe like what Adam said, people wouldn't really take him as that. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. All right. Emily, it is time for your fourth pick. Who is okay. that going to be? It'll be Lucy. Lucy. Off the board. On to Emily's tribe. Why Lucy? She was my first random number generator. And now that I've had time to process <laughs> my choices, I pick her. Okay. We really didn't see a lot out of Lucy from these first couple episodes. Yeah. I feel like that's okay. Do you have a, a gut feeling about her? Or are you trusting RN Jesus on this one? I'm, I'm mostly trusting RN Jesus, but... I don't know. I think she could, you know, I, like you said, I don't think we've seen enough from her to know how much of a threat she is, mm -hmm. but maybe she can be my Dara. My Dara. <laughs> I like that. Dara's third wind. <laughs> Gosh. Okay, Emily, um, it's back to you now. Because you have consecutive picks, who are you going to take with your fifth pick? Uh, I don't think it is. Is it? Yeah. No, because it, it was me. Oh, yeah. Because she has three more picks on the board, but only two more spots. Uh, what did I mess up then? I think you didn't remove her name. Mm. Oh, you're right. You're right. Because she doesn't yeah, sneak. Okay. Sorry, I was confused because of the the order on my spreadsheet with the like team names is different than the order of the draft order. No, right. Worries. What did I do? Oh, wait. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just delete that. There you go. Like that. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cause that's yeah, cause we're, I, we're I have two more picks. Everybody Scott has two, has two more, more picks. picks. Emily has two more yes. picks. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's yes. okay. Everyone listening. We figured it out. Don't we worry. The it. spreadsheet was not broken. <laughs> Everything's going to be okay. <laughs> uh, Adam, then before we move on um, to your pick, do you have um, a reaction to the pick of Lucy? I, I have been debating between Lucy, Cece, and Jessica for a minute now. Mm -hmm. So I'm a little sad to see one of my options taken off the table. Mm -hmm. um, I will say it hasn't fared well for Asian people this game. So mm -hmm. 
just purely at a numbers position. It may not be the best pick, unfortunately. Unfortunately, evidence would suggest that. <laughs> um, I think I want to take CC on my next pick. All right. CC added to the Adam tribe. Why CC? So I don't remember much about CC or Jessica, but uh, I feel like I, I feel like I need someone who's flying under the radar a little bit. CC feels like a good choice for that. I don't know. All right, Scott, what do you think about this selection of CC? Um, the only thing I remember of CC is that she like randomly almost got voted out. Yeah, <laughs> um, but she didn't. <laughs> but she didn't. So I don't know whether she's a good player or not because they didn't tell me that episode. So. Right. Well, Cece was friends with Rachel, wasn't she? She was. Yeah. I so think. I feel like that's not a great look for her, but I also feel like she could bounce back from that when, like, power shifts. You sure. know. Right. Yeah, I think it. I mean, at this point, I don't. There's like, unless you like, you give me a reason to think you're a bad pick. I think anybody's got a chance. So. Mm -hmm. So I'm for it. All right. Adam. <laughs> All right. Um, Scott, we're back to you. There's only five players left. Uh, just to remind the people at home, that's Michaela, Taylor, Zeke, Brett, and Jessica. Um, is there anybody that you'd care to call your shot for here, Scott, with a one in five chance? Who do you think RN Jesus is going to send your way? Um, I know there's somebody that I really, really want. Okay. Um, do you want me to tell who that is or? Uh, sure. As long as it's based on instinct and not <laughs> knowledge of results. <laughs> um, this is based on instinct. Okay. I don't really know how this player does, but I really, I would really love to get Zeke here. If I could get Zeke mm, yeah. of the five players I have left. And that's right. just based on the first two episodes. Yep. So, okay. Zeke. Zeke is such a cool player in person. Yep. 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 So please are in Jesus. Give me something here. Let's see what we've got. Hey, you called your shot, Scott. That's a Zeke <laughs> for you. RN Jesus answered your prayers <laughs> and gave you one Zeke. All right. Let's um, go. What about those first couple episodes was uh, outstanding to you? Well, I just feel like he really like immersed himself in the game. Um, yeah. He had like that really cool moment where he was like, I feel like I'm like the best person, best version of myself out here. Yeah. Um, he seems to really know the game. Um, and then just like, also just like all the stuff like social media afterwards mm -hmm. that we've been talking about, like, I just feel like Zeke's going to be a really good pick. All right. So hopefully that works out. Yeah. Zeke is off the board. Emily, Adam, were either of you hoping to scoop him up here late in the draft? Yeah. Yeah. We both were nodding. Surpri I'm I'm surprised that Zeke lasted this long. Um based, you know, solely on the fact that he was like a heavy topic of discussion in these first couple episodes. I think part of my problem is I if I if I had gone purely off of like who I wanted, it would have been pretty much entirely millennials. And I know that's not good draft strategy. Okay. So I don't know. I think I think Will like like I'm I'm really happy with Adam and Michelle as my one and two. Mm -hmm. Will is the one where I'm like, you know what? I could have replaced him with Zeke and been happy, mm -hmm. but I feel like it's the risk to go with him. So I I'm surprised Zeke was still available at this point. Yeah. But yeah. 
Well, Emily, we're down to two millennials and two Gen Xers. You've got two straight picks to round out your tribe. Who are you going to take with the first of those two? Wow. Uh, first, I'm going to pick Michaela. Ah, there goes Michaela to Emily's tribe. Just your second millennial. Why Michaela? Uh, many reasons. One, I wanted more millennials. Yep. Uh, two, she is not fooled by the alliances that she sees. You need to pull the bunny out the hat. You just can't walk in with the bunny. Right. <laughs> she knows what's going on there. <laughs> and she's been in some scenes where they're showing conflict. So I feel like she's one of those gamble. Sure. Mm-hmm. Adam, you reacted to Emily selecting Michaela. I love Michaela. I like she I was hoping that Michaela could be my last pick on this. Um, I think she she's been shown in some moments of conflict, but she's also made decisions that I, I don't know where the right decisions, but she made decisions. Mm-hmm. And I'm always really impressed when a player makes a big decision. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I, I like that. I like that. She's like Emily said, she's not afraid to call BS. Mm-hmm. She's also willing to put aside the like like this is ridiculous thoughts and vote with and vote with the power I guess I think I don't know I, I think excuse me I think she she could go really far in this game just kind of in making several big moves along the way mm-hmm. yeah all right Emily you've got one final pick here to round out your tribe Choosing between Taylor, Brett, and Jessica. Who's it going to be? The last random number generator person I received was Brett. So I will take him. Brett LaBelle. Rounding out your tribe. Um, Any reason beyond the random number generator that you were left with Brett? Uh, I feel the same exact way I feel about Chris. Okay. I've gravitated toward him. And perhaps he's a solid player. Mm-hmm. Got to go against my instincts for this one. Brett, <laughs> <laughs> another sure, player I, that we fine player. I'm not saying anything bad about him. Yeah. I just like my personal preferences. Another player that we haven't gotten a ton out of in these first couple episodes. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was that same scene that we talked about with Chris as well, but not a ton, I believe, beyond that. If I'm remembering correctly. Mm-hmm. Scott, you're going to be left to the whims of RNGesus here at the very end, but was Brett somebody that you hoped survived all the way to the last pick? Um, yeah, I was intrigued by both Brett and Chris. I was in like that whole, like those two's dynamic. I was really intrigued by like the first couple episodes. Like I feel like they silently have a handle on the game uh-huh. and I'm interested to see how they. Yeah, Emily seemed to pick up a two person alliance. Yeah, I did. And I. Yeah. This could be very bad. Yeah, or very good. Very good this could be very good. You pick, you pick like the two leaders of a two-person alliance. So I mean, like, yeah, I could see, I could see them. I really like Chris and Brett. I don't know that I would have picked them both together. I would have liked to pick Brett, but or Chris. But I mean, yeah, they kind of seem like the same player. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, totally. They also seem like people who aren't necessarily. 
I mean, I mean, we seem keyed into the game enough to know to say like yes to things. Like when David was like, I trust you, I trust you. Like they seem keyed in enough to be like, yeah, totally. Like here for yeah. it. But they're not like so obsessed with the game that they're like running around and like alliance, alliance, alliance. Like they're just like, we're going to put our head down. We're going to do work. And we're going to see what comes our way. And I think that's a good strategy yeah. to have, especially when you have people like David and Michelle and Figgy running around who are, you know, stirring up things and creating alliances and whatnot. Like, they're they're old school in that way. Yeah. Yep. Adam, you now can make your final pick. Uh, you're choosing between Taylor and Jessica and then leaving Scott with the remaining half. Who will you select with your final pick? So here's the problem. I want Jessica. If I leave Taylor, though, Scott has Figgy and Taylor. And that feels bad. <laughs> you don't so want me this, to get fig tails. Is this an empathetic <laughs> um, argument or like a boy, if fig tails goes deep, I'm in trouble. It's exactly that. Because I mean, like, think about it. If you have if, if they if they do well together and go deep into this game, like they will carry each other as far as they can go. Mm hmm. But also, like you just talked about, it tends to be that if a couple couples up and then one person leaves, the other person tends to go kind of farther into the game. And so it's basically guaranteeing he either has one person who goes pretty far into the game or two people who go pretty far into the game. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, I feel like Jessica is one of those people who, I mean, she she does work around camp. She uh, is social enough that people seem to like her, but they don't like really take offense to her or anything. She's not stirring up trouble by like, oh, we should align. We should align. We should align. And she just seems like someone who is very likable, but also could be like a swing vote at some point. Like she's that. Not weak player, but she's that player that kind of is excluded until it's like really prudent for them to get involved, you know. But on the other hand, maybe she approaches someone and they see her eyes and they say, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> She does have gross eyes because of the sand. Because of the sand. <laughs> so, so all that to say, Adam, who's it going to be? I think I have to take Taylor. No. Wow. Which I, I wanted hate. it. I said it earlier. I don't want them. Take Jessica. Give me fig tails. I want to. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not doing it. I want the chaos. Let's go. <laughs> Jessica's going to win the game. Just watch. <laughs> Taylor is off the board. Breaking up fig tails. Mm -hmm. Man. Gosh. True love is dead. Jessica would have given me three, three millennials and Gen Xers too. And now I'm stuck at four, two. Well, I am also there, but opposite. Yeah. So we'll see how that plays out. And Scott is perfectly balanced. Scott's perfectly balanced. <laughs> I hate yeah. our Jesus. <laughs> that means that Jessica becomes Mr. or Mrs. in this case, irrelevant as the last um, player selected. Scott, are you pleased with being left with Jessica? I'm okay with it. I wanted the chaos of fig tales. I was ready to <laughs> accept that. But Jessica's good. I think she knows what she's doing. I think she'll I think her eyes will heal and she'll be okay. I honestly, if you asked me ahead of time to guess who the last player selected was, uh Jessica was no way gonna beat my selection. Who would you have guessed? Um, I probably would have guessed somebody who like we really didn't see very much of at the beginning. Somebody like um, 
I don't know. Like a CC or like a Lucy or like a Brett. Mm, yeah. But or even a Will. I mean, yeah. I feel like we're we're kind of I mean, like Scott obviously has no say in the matter, but at least I'm looking at this more from like, OK, I have a few solid people and then like some gambles. Yeah, and I'm no, that's good. That. Yeah, that's good draft strategy, especially with the survivor that we've watched. Right. There's been people that we haven't seen much of at the beginning that come on strong later. You know, there's also been people that have dominated from the first minute of the game. And like it's been clear. So. It's good to spread your wealth in that way. Um, so, I, you know, we'll do our recap here and assessment of our tribes. But before then, uh, I will open it up for potential trades here right at the end of draft day. Um, Scott, I know that you you want to make a push for figtails or, you, you know, you're. Uh, it is allowed for you to try and make a trade here if you so desire. Uh, the more I don't know, the more <laughs> I really would have like I obviously was rooting for it in the moment, but now that I'm balanced, I don't know. We'll let we'll let it ride. Our and Jesus gave me Jessica for a reason, so. Mm. Um, you you saying that made me think of uh, I've mentioned a, a few times my love for the silliness that is Master Chef. One of the <laughs> the phrases that is said a thousand times in that show is so and so like X person did X thing for a reason. And it's like a dramatic thing that a host says. <laughs> that's all. Like that's the whole that's the tweet. But like that's the bit. <laughs> it, it, they do it all the time. Gordon Ramsay gave you this apron for a reason. Like, what's the oh, reason? Yeah. What's the reason? Can <laughs> uh, it's not to cook chicken raw, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely not. Um, does anybody is anybody else interested in trying to execute a trade here? Emily looked really excited when we when when you said that. Yeah, no, I forgot that was a thing that we did. Oh, I was wondering if you wanted to flip players so we had even numbers of millennials and Jedi. Mm. You're probably not interested. Not, who, who would you want to give up? I don't know. I'll give you Brett if you give me Adam. No! <laughs> <laughs> Trading the number 18 pick for the number 2 pick here. <laughs> I'll give you Chris if you give me Adam. For Adam? No, Adam stays. <laughs> Why? Adam's on Adam's untouchables list. He's a name. He's my untouchable, exactly. Adam, would you do... Um, Zeke and Ken for Adam and uh, Potter. Just that. (laughs) (laughs) Got to keep equal numbers in our Outwatch trade You want you want Zeke and Ken. You want to give me Zeke and Ken for Adam and who? Just anybody that you. Oh, just (laughs) (laughs) no. Adam's untouchable. I'll give you a first round pick. Next <laughs> first round pick and and cap considerations, yeah. <laughs> salary <laughs> considerations. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Adam's off the table. Um, About Will. I think or I. Michelle. I think I would give up Will for Chris. No, I. 
choose Brett. (laughs) (laughs) Would you give him up for Brett? Um, I don't think so. I don't think I would. Michelle for Brett? No, I like Michelle. I don't think I don't think I want I don't think I want Brett. I think is the thing. You want Chris? I want Chris. I don't know. Do you want Paul? <laughs> no. <laughs> Scott, R and Jesus gave you Paul for a reason. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> trade. Here we go. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's fine. We'll just see who okay. who wins. We're all like, this is the worst part of this thing. Is like, there's this there's this sinking feeling that everyone has of like, what if I trade away the winner of the right. game? Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it makes this so hard. Yeah, Adam and Emily. It seemed like you guys were maybe close there for swapping a, mil- a millennial for a Gen Xer. <laughs> Do we want to table these discussions? It's Will or Taylor. Those are the two available, and I want Chris. But they're not as good as Chris. You don't. You know. I. We've seen about as much of Chris as we have of Will, and I, mean, I know Taylor. But now he's on my and team. Taylor's a toss-up. You could do anything with him. Like he could go all the way. He could. He get screwed. I don't know. This is this is there's a psychological uh, or an, an economic folly that we fall into where things that we have we view as more valuable exactly than what they actually are, especially people who don't have them. Right. So so in your mind. Chris is extremely valuable, yeah, but you have to remember. Risk I took. It's remember that he's not. So <laughs> you really trade me Chris for Will? I think I would. Yeah, I would trade you Chris for Will. Let it be known that if this is the thing <laughs> that allows Adam to win, I will quit the show. <laughs> <laughs> We're keeping tabs. I feel like you're getting the better end of this trade. I don't know. So if if Adam somehow beats you by a total that is less than the difference between Chris and Will's respective points, then that yeah, (laughs) that went to the end of the podcast for him. Then we then we end the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) No, we need to find someone else. Is this a trade then? Yeah. Yeah, we're doing it. We're good. We're locked in. Wow. The first trade in Outlast history or Outwatch history. Outlast. <laughs> it's been a long time <laughs> since I've done that. So, That's our Outwatch recap podcast. Outlast. Right. Where we talk about each episode of Outwatch. Also, this is the lamest thing, but I've had a long day earlier. Alex, you yeah. said but you really enunciated the R, the surprise. And I was like, that's an interesting choice. It's a micro and then, no, and then in my, <laughs> listen, you're ruining my joke. And then in my head, I said, next time on Surpriser. <laughs> <laughs> so if we could use that anywhere, I'm just going to throw it out there for you. <laughs> oh, I need to start like clipping the show, like making clips <laughs> for my soundboard of us saying things. <laughs> That's what I have to present. Hey, do you want to trade me Will for Chris? <laughs> no, like trade back. No. <laughs> so for those of you keeping tabs at home, uh, a trade, the first trade in Outwatch history, um, a historic moment. Emily has traded Chris to Adam for Will. So now Emily has received Will and Adam has received Chris. 
I Wikipedia this season before we started. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> and only time will tell who gets the better end of that deal. Uh-huh. I feel like I'm going to get screwed on this, but <laughs> really wanted Chris. I feel that way too. <laughs> this is why no one trades. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't feel good about anything. You don't. So let's let's move on to um, an analysis of our tribes here to end the episode. Scott, um, as the defending champion, do you feel confident with the tribe that RNG Jesus has blessed you with <laughs> that you have a chance to repeat? And just to, again to recount that Paul that <laughs> <laughs> hi, I'm Paul. <laughs> That tribe is Paul, Ken, Hannah, Figgy, Zeke, and Jessica. How do you feel about that squad? Um, I'm not feeling like super confident. I do think I got some good value with Zeke and Jessica, but, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it'll be enough to win. All right. But, I'm hoping that the the end of the draft provides you with the value that you're winning. Yep. Now, as long as I get a participation trophy, I'll be okay. <laughs> Um, Scott, do you have a an idea for the name of your tribe at this point? Ooh, could I just go? I'm gonna I might just roll with like R and Jesus take the wheel part two. Yeah, that's that's good. We'll R and s- Jesus take the wheel second wind. <laughs> <laughs> take the Can wheel second. R and Jesus is remixed to ignition. <laughs> I don't really want to give R. Kelly a spotlight on it. Yeah, you're right. I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. R and Jesus. I disavowed. The, um, the remix. The re- no. There what did you say? R and Jesus take the wheel. What? Uh, we can go with the remix. R and Jesus take the wheel. Second win. There we go. Let's do that. Wheel and of course, win. we can always change the name. You know, as the season progresses, if something becomes more relevant. Perfect. Um, Scott, are you particularly threatened by either of these other teams? Again, without um, spoiling what information you may have about what happens. Um, at this point, I don't feel super confident with my team, so I am very threatened by both tribes. <laughs> <laughs> and, Do you need a safe space, Scott? And what? Do you need a safe space, Scott? I do. I really do. <laughs> um, Adam, your tribe consists of Adam, Michelle, David, Chris, Cece, and Taylor. How do you feel about this squad that you've put together? Um, I feel I feel good and bad. Um, I'll start with the good. So I have the only person whose name begins with a vowel. That's wow. Um, the bad. I uh, I, I don't know. I. I feel like in previous, I think losing has really done a number on my confidence. <laughs> Cause I, I just like, there was, I remember like episode, like season one, I was like, heck yeah. Like I'm, I'm going to do well on this. And then like, you know, it, it came out of the wire season two. I felt, you know, it was like kind of, I don't know, like we'll see what happens. And then like Amazon season two, I, you ran the table. It wasn't close season two. Yeah, and so and, you know, like that was fine. But then Amazon happened, and it was like I spent half the season hating my tribe, and then the other half going like I could win it, and then I didn't win it. So <laughs> I have no idea. I I, I I've been like I, I'm shook from last season. Is what happened. I feel 
I feel like Scott has a really good tribe. I feel like Emily has a really good tribe. I feel like we're pretty well balanced. Scott saying that he doesn't feel great about his tribe makes me feel better, but hmm. I don't know. I don't feel like anyone's going to run away with it. Yeah, I don't I don't feel good about any of these. <laughs> it, it really is tough with a cast this large after yeah. two episodes. Well, especially, we usually watch three episodes, I feel like. Yeah, I think we've gone back and forth. Yeah, I don't know. Two episodes just doesn't feel like a lot to really figure out what's happening, especially when like there were such weird episodes, like yeah. one included a typhoon or something. Sure. So yeah, I don't know. I I feel I think I feel about as confident as everyone feels. So <laughs> Do you have um an idea for your tribe name? Um the only vowel. Uh, I don't. Do you have an? I have the only vowel. Whose name starts with a vowel? It's Adam. We could be Adam. Weird. Adam buys a vowel. Adam buys a vowel. That's a good one. What? What about Adam's apples? Adam's apples. I like that. <laughs> I Adam squared, and I just wanted to say Adam is a square. So. Adam is a square is a good one too. Adam's squares. Adam's squares. Adam's <laughs> apple. Adam's apple squares. <laughs> Find it in the breakfast cereal aisle. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm locking that in. It's Adam's apple squ- apple squares. Adam's apple squares. Yeah. Yep. That's convoluted and confusing. <laughs> Just like all of my team names. I think the best team name still to this point is Believe in Yourself and Aliens. That was a really good <laughs> That was a team effort. Also, okay, I take it back. Emily's original Lil John tribe. <laughs> I don't even remember. Emily, it's Emily because is- you had Lillian and John. <laughs> tribe Lil John. Record of naming her teams. She's got she's got Lil John for the original, yeah. and then Dara's second wind, yeah. which is amazing. Yeah. And then uh, poison dart rugs. <laughs> that one didn't take off. I, I think Emily has a great track record for naming her team. <laughs> Speaking of that team, Emily, you've got Sunday, Jay, Will, Lucy, Michaela, and Brett. How are you feeling about this team? Um, it's okay. I think all the teams are okay. <laughs> I feel like I have a good mix of people and different tribes and different alliances. So different, like uh, the different scenes they've been in, just mm-hmm. the amount of stuff we've seen from them and the interactions they've had. So we'll see where that takes me. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I mean, I don't feel like any of these teams is like, oh man, this is stacked, you know? Sure. Yeah, honestly, like looking at these, I don't know which is going to win either. Like, I don't know how the points are going to work out, right? Because there's some players that make it deep in the game, but don't do a lot. Other players that do a lot and flame out fast. Yep. Um, And so we'll see how the points fall. Are you particularly threatened by another team? No. But I have Chris, so. That's the only thing I'm concerned about. <laughs> Just deals this game. If we win, an important, an important subtext this season will be tracking the performance of Chris compared yeah. to Will. We could actually forego all of our other analysis of this game. <laughs> How did Chris do? Yeah. How did Chris do? How did Will do? That's all that matters. Do you have a tribe name, Emily? 
Uh, I already picked avocado toast before I picked my team. That's a good one. That I have a good. lot of mul- or no, I have more. No, I haven't You're even split. Now. Even split. Yeah. You had more Gen Xers. Though. I did. So then I thought about calling it avocado no toast. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I want Alex to have to say that every week. Avocado no toast. Avocado no toast. <laughs> You gotta which, say it like that, though. Yeah. Which millennial in the game do you think has ordered the most avocado toast in their life? Jay. You think? I was thinking. Yeah, I can see Jay. Uh, I was gonna go with Hannah. Hannah, yeah. I'm trying to remember who lives in a city. Like Zeke. Zeke lives, lives in a city. I think yeah. Hannah lives in a city. Zeke seems like a like eggs Benedict kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hannah's from West Hollywood, so oh, it's definitely oh, okay. Gotta be Hannah. <laughs> it's her chair, I'm sure. That's I was trying to figure out who lived in California, who lived like over on that part of the country. Yeah, Adam's from San Francisco. West Coast. Adam's from San Francisco. He's mm-hmm. probably a fair amount of avocado toast. <laughs> this is such a silly <laughs> conversation. <laughs> This is the best type of stereotyping, yeah. I think. Yeah, it is. Where are you from? Oh, you've probably ordered a lot of... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of being profiled as somebody who orders avocado toast. <laughs> like, like, on average, how many slices of avocado toast do you order a week? What's the wrong answer? <laughs> I also realized that with this name, if things go south for me, it still rings true because I'm toast. Mm. It's got two meanings. <laughs> you want <laughs> avocado no toast. Avocado toast or avocado no toast. I want it to be no. Okay, okay I can make it avocado no toast. <laughs> you gotta capitalize the no though. Yeah, I got you. Right. It has to be all caps. <laughs> These are very like Bob's burgers ass names. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like something from like Boston. Like Avocado no toast. <laughs> you do have Brett, proud Bostonian. Yeah. But Brett's not as good as Chris. <laughs> Wait till you really hear Brett start to talk, because he's got about as like good a Boston accent as anybody in Survivor. Oh, good oh, good. Boston accent. Does yeah. he ever say wicked? I mean he's got to. He's from Boston, right? Wicked smart. <laughs> Everything about living in Boston was realizing that the wicked thing isn't a stereotype. It's just something that people say. And it's a wonderful phrase. Yeah, it's good. Emily, I still remember from one of the, the Kagiyan episodes when you were talking about uh parking cars with Mac. <laughs> I bet our East Coast presence is not a thing. But anyone on the East Coast has, if they've listened to no. this podcast, they've been like, these jokers. If, there, if there's a group of people who can make fun of themselves, it's Bostonians. I hope so. Especially, Boston, especially baby. Is our non-Bostonians. True. That was my Trish Haggerty. Did you guys catch that? No. Was it? It's Boston, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That was that was a voice I used to do when I came back from Boston to Emily, where it was like a heavy smoker with a Boston accent. (laughs) 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 So Trish Haggerty, (laughs) basically. Um, Okay, I think we're done with the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, let's cut. (laughs) Anything else, you guys? You guys want to get out? (laughs)
<laughs> How we're doing with the accent? Let us let us know your favorite diner. I, I love diners in Boston. It was one of my favorite things. Yeah, let us know your favorite diner. Mine is egg and fork. <laughs> That's like what diners are called. You know, like thing and thing. You guys know that. <laughs> Thing and thing. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for listening to Outwatch, a Survivor Rewatch podcast. We hope you enjoyed our draft special. This is always one of my favorite episodes of the season. Um, Let us know by commenting. You can't do that on a podcast. You know, just like maybe tweet at us at Outwatch Podcast. Which of these tribes you think will win? Um, but if you, I don't know, there's some potential problems to that, but just do it anyway. <laughs> no spoilers. Don't look up who wins. If you know who wins, then yeah. Spoilers. Then keep your opinions to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. No spoilers. Yeah. Damn hands off of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, make sure you subscribe to the feed if you haven't already. So you don't miss anything. We're going to be going through this entire season. Um, and we are just getting started, so stick with us. Um, and also, listener support is active on Outwatch. If you like this garbage, then <laughs> you can give your hard-earned money to us to keep making this garbage for you. The link is in the description. And hey, we talked about this a lot the last few episodes, but I'm going to continue linking um, a link to a petition for anti-racism measures in Survivor that's been gaining a lot of traction on social media. Um, with everything that's going on in the world right now and the increased awareness of um, the racial issues in our country and the world. Um, This is a great time to um, help Survivor as a show do a better job of um, being a place of equality and non-racism too. So there's a petition going around. Um, Hopefully that, you know, finds its way to Jeff Probst and Matt Van Wagnon and all the other folks in charge um that link will be in the description too next time on outwatch we're going to get back to our millennials versus gen x rewatch with episode three of this season and that one is titled your job is recon wow exciting stuff david definitely says that (laughs) i trust you (laughs) oh crap We'll see you next time.